This place is a predator, and, and you're the prey, man. And some days, it'll let you get away with it. Other days, it'll chew you up and spit you out. You've got to be scared of it. If you come in and you're not scared of it, you're an idiot, because you're going to get hurt. Twisted ankles, dislocated knees. I've knocked myself out, knocked my teeth out. There are a certain type of people they are. I was registered disabled for a while. They told me probably never going to walk without a stick. You do forget how to ride a bike. Let me tell you. There's less judgmental people at a skate park than there is in a church. I'd like to say it was weirdos at first. What, grow up and be an adult? That. Was what was kind of described as like the triple threat. But I still had this rage inside me. There was this war with the skateboarders. Yeah, you have got non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And I thought, you know, I've got to try and live again. It's special, you know. You, you go all over the world, people know this place. It's just amazing. This is old school. It's, it's an amazing place to be. It's quite intimidating, you know. <laughs> no one knew how to make a skate park. They just started pouring concrete. It was all experimental. It's absolutely extraordinary when you think about it. I couldn't drive past here and not come in. I, I don't think my car would let me. I'd have to go a long way around. <laughs> It's an incredibly valuable piece of architecture. It's going bankrupt, it's going to shut. It's on its arse at the moment as a business, but they still keep it going. No one realised that, they, no one, not one. It's giving back, it's being part of an inspiring journey to try and get this place full of life again. If we don't get some help, the place can go in complete disrepair, to be quite honest. It's history, don't, don't just stop that, man. And something that these guys that wrote 40 years ago is keeping them writing means it's right. I hear rumors that it's in trouble at the moment. And this is one of the most iconic skate parks there is on the planet. Hey, Matt, Jeff in Vegas, how are you? Yeah, good, good. Yeah, good. I've, been, I've watched a couple of your, uh, your shows recently. Oh, <laughs> you did? Yeah. You want to talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> they're good. They're good. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know, it's funny. I've got uh, two skater roommates in their 20s here that live with me. And they've, oh, really? watched, they've watched this three or four times already, you know. Oh, cool. yeah, oh really? So wow. They go to a skate park down the street from me. And uh, so this, this, there, there's a lot of people with their eyes on this or, or excited about this, you know. So. Oh, that's good. That's good to know. Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for uh, talking to me about this and uh, about uh, Ron Boys, 40 Years of Rad. Um, yeah. So this skate park, Ron, was established in 1978, Hornchurch, England. This place touched so many lives, young and old, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It did. Um, I mean, it's funny because, because you know, you guys, you're in Vegas, aren't you? You're in Las Vegas, right? Yes. Yeah, and Andy Ruffle, he's, he's the BMX guy in the film, and he lives in Vegas now. Uh, and, and, and he's in the media company, right? He's, I think, yeah, he's, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right? yeah. He, yeah, he runs like he runs all these events all around the world, and they film them and everything. So, yeah, it's I, I just thought it was kind of interesting how you know this skateboarding and BMXing, and it, it you know it created these kind of entrepreneurial kind of guys, really. That, that's, that's yeah, I mean it's, it's bizarre. <laughs> what I found fascinating is here's this popular skate park in Hornchurch, England, of all places, Essex County, and there wasn't even a sign for this skate park. It was hidden from you had to find it on your own and people were saying they couldn't find it. So I thought, how could something be so successful and not be a simple sign that says, welcome to Rome? Yeah, there's still, in them. There's still, I was there, I was there yesterday. There's still no sign there. There's still no sign, you know, 
if you if you don't know where you're going, you're not allowed in. <laughs> I love, you know, I've been to England many times to London on, on business, and I just love there's a slice of Americana in England because I felt so at home watching this, but you also gave it your own British flair, you know? Right, right, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it. there's, ne there's never really been a British film about, a feature film about our scene, you know, about the British skate scene. Um, you know, I mean, you guys have it with Dogtown and, you know, I mean, it's such a very typical American kind of story. And that's what sort of attracted me, like trying to put this British spin on it. Um, but then bringing in the, the big American names as well to, to you know, to, to make it of interest for, for, your, for guys like your, you know, roommates there. And while watching this, I was watching the first time with my roommates and I said to myself, man, there must be so many broken bones at this place, a history of it. And the moment I said that, you had your segment on that, broken bones, road rash. I mean, Rom is a predator. And I just thought, wow. And we were screaming when we saw some of the footage you were showing about the injuries at Rome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They still happen. They were, there was a little kid broke his arm yesterday. It goes on, you know. <laughs> and I'm sure you had no shortage of finding people to talk about the history of Rom. And did they provide you pictures and videos and stories? I mean, they must have just, once you get what the word was out, you must have just sat back and just let it all come to you. Yeah, I mean, it's funny, actually, because one of the guys, uh, one of the guys that got, tried to do something 15 years ago, he tried to do a film on Rom. And so he had all these, uh, these interviews that he, he, sort of, he was just sort of so overwhelmed that he just gave up. And so when I came back into it, he approached me and said, look, I've got all this stuff. So it was great that I could use you know, all this stuff that he had, um, because otherwise without the archive stuff, you know, it, it's difficult to, to make a, a film about a 40 year history of a place, you know. Um, but there was so much, there's so much, there's people still sending me stuff, you know, it's like, it's, I'm like, it's finished, it's done, stop sending me stuff. And was it hard for you to focus as a filmmaker because the skate culture has so many subcultures, street art, music and fashion. Did you just, I know you mentioned a little bit of it in your film, but you just had to keep focused, I'm sure, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, with the BMX as well, BMX played such a big part in the in the story of the park. Um, that you know that, that there's you, you could if if you're a BMX guy, you just want to do the BMX story. If you're a skate, you know, you just want to do that. And so I had to kind of cross both, you know, kind of disciplines to make sure I told the you know I got the both sides of the story really, um, because I mean I, I used to skate as a kid. And I used to BMX as a kid, and I was pretty rubbish at both of them. Um, so that gave me <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so gave I, me I'm, a, I'm what they call a poser. I sit on the side and just wish I could skate. You know. So. <laughs> yeah. We have we have a phenomenon here in America where scooters now are a big right go along with they use the skate parks, but skaters can't stand them. So I didn't know if you had that over in England. You have BMX, which they look like accept them, but scooters it's like hyenas and lions together. You know. Yeah, yeah, the kid, the, the little kids turn up on scooters, but we hope they grow out of it and get skateboards, you know, <laughs> or the skaters. You convinced them, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, skating was on the on the verge of dying out shortly after Rom was built. So what do you think was the secret keeping it going in the skate? What was the secret formula to keep skating around in the park survival? Well, I mean, it was it was BMX. It was like ET. ET kind of came out. Um, I mean, if you, if you like, when I talked to Lance in the film, he said that in the states in California, about 1980, they started closing all the big concrete parks. Um, so the fact you know that Rom is is still there is just down to kind of more luck, I think, than anything else. Well, I did a 
an interview with uh, Tony Hawk's Skate Game. There's an anniversary of that. And a lot yeah. of the, the directors and the people I talked to about that documentary said that video game really got skating going again 25 years ago. And it's been, yeah. you know, that, that was popular. Tony Hawk's Skate, I go, video game got skating going again? You know, so yeah. I, I guess it comes from all directions. It does. I mean, the things with, with kind of Rob, like skating died off and then E.T. came out, so BMX took off. Then in 1985, Back to the Future came out. So skating took off again over here. You know, everyone wanted skateboards and skating died out. And then it kind of kicked off again at Rome after Dogtown came out in about, I think it was 2000. So then all the guys that forgotten all about skating watched Dogtown and like, we're going to, oh, we used to do that. Let's go back to Rome and, you know. I did that movie so, junket in LA. I did Dogtown, one of the best junkets I ever did. They had a whole oh, really? skate, skate half pipes, everything, they had all exhibition going on. We did the interviews there. And uh, right on Venice Beach, it was it was incredible. It really was. So I could, yeah. it, you could see the energy for that. Now that you mentioned that, you know, ET and BMX kind of saved the skate park. Uh, that's why that awful movie Rad came out in the eighties. I guess that's why. <laughs> I was like, why are they making this movie about BMX bikes? But I guess that's yeah. the, the the sign of the time. So, and then in your documentary, you said that the Rom's been listed as a heritage site, or as we call it in America, historical landmark. And yeah, right. does it still have that status? I guess phase two or something like that, or it's called grade two. It's a listing thing. So grade two just means that they can't knock it down. Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's called grade two listing. Yeah, you're right. In, in America, America was the first place to do it with the Bro Bowl, which is in Florida, in Tampa. There was a bowl, not a, not a full part, just a bowl. And they said, right, this is going to be historically listed. You can't knock it down. But anyway, obviously money speaks a lot louder over in the States than it does here. And they decided, well, actually, we will knock it down, but we'll 3D scan it and we'll rebuild it at the other end of the park and put some houses where it was. So that's what they did. So it's not, there isn't one in America. There's no, you know, heritage recognized park in America. And and Rome is the only one in the world, proper kind of full-size skate park that's, that's, you know, historically recognized. As it should be. Yeah, as it should be. Um, but it's crazy. It's crazy that it's in England. It's not California, you know, really. Well, I think if they try to destroy some of the existing legacy parks or be an outcry, you know? So, mm. but you know, it's like, I always think I, I equate skate parks like drive-ins, you know, the land, they became so valuable that a lot yeah. of them didn't survive. And the same with yeah. skate parks, you see the amount of land on there, it'd be better used as housing or, but you know, it's skate parks here in America, they're always an, a, a municipal relationship. A lot of our skate parks here in Las Vegas are built in parks by the city and the county and all that. So doesn't that, is that happen in England? Are there, is there a partnership or is all the skate parks a private affair? No, no, there aren't. There aren't any private. Rom is is the. I think we we think it's pretty much well. It is. It's the last kind of remaining outdoor private skate park in, in England. All the others are the council parks. So whereas in 1978, you know, there was just this place and nothing around it for, I don't know, you know, a hundred miles maybe. Everyone would flock there. But now you go to Rom, and within sort of five miles, you've got seven or eight free council parks. So, you know, you're competing against free, which is almost impossible, really. Well, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but, you know, at the very end of your documentary, you make us wait, you know, that it closed September 1st on 2019. My roommates yeah. were already Googling flights to, to do a pilgrimage to that place. And, yeah. and we're like, yeah. uh-oh, you know, so, and, you know, in America, we do GoFundMe, you know, so with so many people that this park has touched their lives, I would think if you did some sort of public fundraising that you would see a tremendous success with that. I don't know if it's happened or not, but I'm glad there's something at the end of the film that says, you know, it's not over yet. And if it's a heritage yeah. site, 
is this going to be a you know a sign in the front of it and you can never go in or how does that work? Yeah, I mean, yeah. essentially that's yeah that's kind of what a heritage site is. You kind of look at it through the railings or you use it, but yeah, we don't want that. You know, I mean, I've I've got involved with the the whole kind of team of guys there, and we're trying to. There's a lot of politics behind the scenes going on, but we're trying to get some funding and and you know really make a big deal of it. But this whole COVID thing has messed everything up this year. You know. Well, I can't imagine you telling skaters they can't skate at ROM if it's still yeah. there. You know, I'm sure the police are out there a lot. Because <laughs> we drive by our skate park and there's a chain on there. They're like, we don't care. They climb the fence and wait till the marshals come by. And <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, I probably, my final thing today, uh, I love how life lessons for kids, like they all can be found at ROM. I thought that was a real um, important uh, statement that, you know, that they learned so much about you know relationships and friendships and camaraderie and you know I, I think that's that's what's one of skate's big pluses yeah 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 definitely definitely um yeah i mean uh, yeah it, it, it's it's the it's i i think that's one of the things about skateboarding especially in skateboarding in, in kind of skate parks is that you get kind of adults like the, the the parents or the you know the parents will do it with the kids they're not like standing on the sidelines watching them like on a football game you know the parents will stand around the edge and watch the kids play but here like the dads and the, they're getting in with the kids that you know they're chasing each other around them so that's a really nice part of it you know there's there's not this kind of separation of spectator and which there was you know in, in the 70s my dad would take me there and he would stand and watch but now you know i take my daughter you know, and so we're, we're chasing each other around and that's really cool, you know. Well, I, there was uh, one part in your documentary where they talked about the music of skating. They adopted it. And one of them was Devo, which is like my favorite band ever. And I took my nephew when they were here in Las Vegas, you know, a few years back when he was 14. And as I look around, there was all these other parents who brought their kids, you know, 12, 13, listening yeah, to yeah. Devo. You know, so I just thought I'm at that age now where, you know, we're <laughs> passing the baton. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, Matt, I really enjoyed your documentary. I think it's for, if I can say, a good cause, a great historical uh, a document on such an incredible sport and the heritage uh, for, yeah. for your country. So thanks for talking to me today and uh, come visit us in Las Vegas soon. We'd love to have you. I'll come there because yeah, I, haven't been, I haven't been there in about five years, you know, so I'm dying to come back to London. That's why I'd love it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, come over. Yeah, yeah well, I'll teach you to skate. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to go visit Rom. You got to take me there. Yeah. I'll tell you about the time that I got Gatwick and um, what was the other airport? What's the one in north of England? Uh, Manchester. Manchester, yeah. <laughs> Great yeah, story. Yeah. I, when I booked a flight, I got confused. I confused Gatwick and, and, and Manchester. And my nephew oh, and right. I, we came to see Little Britain live, you know, in okay. Christmas. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we're landing, and I'm like, where are all these trees? <laughs> we got this little British old lady at the information desk. I go, uh, where's, how long is it to London? Where can we? She goes, darling, you're in the north of England. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you gotta be kidding me. So that, that's the story when I meet you. There's more to that. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brilliant. thanks a lot, Matt, and uh, good luck with the film. Okay, thanks, Jeff. See you. Take care.